and welcome to my Xbox and me, episode 371. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the one and only Two Fresh Crash. Crash, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. You know, for a second, uh, when you started saying Two Fresh, I was like, Matt's not here. Why is he doing that? <laughs> you forgot your own nickname. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> I completely slipped my mind. You forgot, you forgot who you was for a second there, you crazy, crazy guy. Did you see the photo of Crash? Uh, of uh, Crash. Jeez, now you've got me doing it. Of Matt <laughs> and Angel Boy? I don't know how tall either of them are. They're both short so, as fuck. Are they? They're both short. Yeah. How tall? How short? Well, how I'm tall? five. I'm six foot. I'm 5'11. <laughs> I'm 5'11. And I'm taller than both of them. And I know you're like six. Uh, are you like six, seven? <laughs> big muscles built like a brick shit house like <laughs> yeah no i saw i saw that so yeah for those who don't know matt is currently in uh germany for gamescom he's not covering it for my xbox and me we wish we wish uh he's there with work but he bumped into a long time viewer uh of the show angel boy um a fan of crushes first and he came over to my chat and now obviously watches everything that we do and it was like i think this was the first um fan interaction matt might have had from the podcast from the podcast from the yeah. podcast um so that's a special one seeing that on seeing that on social i was like yeah man that's pretty cool that's pretty cool. uh if you didn't know my xbox and me is our weekly xbox podcast that you can get right here on youtube.com slash my xbox and me and of course podcast services if you want the show early or even just to support us uh, financially head over to patreon.com slash mc fixer uh also don't forget to review us on all podcast services it means more than you would even know so please go and do that uh patreon producers this week of course erin guard and fnh paul keeping the lights on keeping the show going uh big 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 thank you those guys indeed Chris. Let's start with this week's dashboard. Let's get into our topic of the show this week. Gamescom is upon us. Uh, we watched it together. Uh, did a, yeah. a makeshift thrown together reaction? It wasn't really a reaction. It was more just a case of, I wanted to watch this. I'm turning my stream on. That's pretty much what it was. Um, what did you think of Jeff Keighley's Gamescom shot? Uh, it, was, it was not horrible. It was, it was all right. I think that's the best way to put it. It went too long. Oh, way too long. Um, there was some bits that just, I don't know, time and time again, you mentioned it during the, while we were watching it, like, why are there rewards here? Oh, the, um, I, that's it, my biggest pet peeve, is yeah. why do we have awards at opening night live? I, I don't get it. There was also, like, the problem is also, like, I get wanting to reward developers, stuff like that. Of course. For sure, they go under under-rewarded a lot of the times, but one of the rewards was like best upcoming xbox game and best coming upcoming playstation game and i think for the most part both of those were both of those were platform all motor platform games yeah yeah so it's like what, what's going on here these don't these feel like we're gonna do rewards because it's jeff Keighley and that's jeff Keighley's thing so there's rewards here. they seem like participation trophies they don't feel mm -hmm. like they they have any merit at all though i could be i could totally be wrong and maybe, and I said this during the stream, which is like, if you're a developer out there and you listen to the show, and I know there are a few of you, please email it, myxboxmepodcast.gmail.com. Even if you don't want me to read your name on it or something, let me know at like in the email or on the Twitter DM. 
I'd love to know if you guys care about these awards or is it just me that's like the old grouchy old guy like, oh, why are these awards here? This is pointless. Because if it's something that developers generally do care about and stuff like that, I think that makes perfect sense because then there would have been feedback from devs who were like, no, we like that. We like the fact we get awards. We like the fact that we're excited for our games and we're being spoken about still. And I think that could be the only thing I can think of of like why you would bring it up like a game that maybe hasn't shown anything here they still get brought up in some capacity right yeah well i feel like there's i think kind of the problem is that it's at the beginning of uh gamescon yeah whereas if it was like later and people got to vote like what games they played and what they saw and it was sort of like a best of show sort of thing yeah i think that i think that could work like you want to do awards that way i think that i feel like a voting system I feel like a live audience voting system would be fun. At least then it's like the people's yeah. choice as well. It's not just because who decides that these are the best games? Who decides the category? Who decides? <laughs> it's, all, it's all Jeff Keighley or not? It's all Jeff Keighley. Okay, yeah, we're blaming Jeff for this. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, there obviously we had the big show in. Um, I yeah, I'm I'm with Crash definitely. Oh, the show was too long. And I just wasn't that impressed. And it's a, it, it, we had, we're going to go through the list of stuff, but and it's going to be pretty quick. So if you want a proper recap, go check out. There's some uh, great websites, Polygon, and a few others that have got great recaps. But um, we had Hogwarts Legacy. We had Towers from the Borderlands. We had High on Life. We had... Um, Dead, Dead Island 2, we had Gotham Knights, and I don't think, I mean, out of all of the ones I just mentioned there, yeah, like, the, my favourite thing of this whole show was uh, uh, Lies of P. Yeah, that had that, a really good showing. Here. That was my favourite showing of this entire showcase. But what I'm trying to say here is, these were not small titles. Like, obviously, Hoggle's yeah. Legacy, every Harry Potter fan is interested in this game um Tales from the borderlands is it is, is or new Tales from the borderlands is what i think they call it um it's like a game that was near and dear with my heart and even watching the trailer i was just like am i just am i just not the audience for these these trailers anymore because i just want to play the game like have i have i aged out of the hype all of a sudden or are the trailer's not good i, th I think the trailers just weren't good like even it was Hogwarts Legacy is one that I saw some people getting hyped on, but it's like, what more can you show for Hogwarts Legacy? I know what that game is at that point. Yeah. And that trailer didn't show me anything new for that game either. Like, I think clearly we saw like new stuff for the game. But yeah. None of it was like, oh, wow, that's a new experience. I didn't know that that was going to happen. Right. Yeah. Um, same thing with Callisto Protocol. We saw that again and I'm Gr super excited for that game. I agree. Yeah. But it was all stuff that we sort of seen. We saw the mutation with, which uh, they were sort of selling as something a little bit more different. It's just yeah. like, okay, that's which, different, it wasn't, I guess. It is. It's not not cool, but it's just like, it, I, I feel like I've just, I, I see through it so much now, the market inside of it now, where it's like, yeah. like some of these trailers are cut, and you're like, okay, there's there's somebody going, okay, what are the, the selling points of this trailer? Okay, yeah, we've got mutations, and you can shoot, you can shoot the enemy's head off, they're still going to come and kill you. It's like, all right, we're going to do a trailer based all around that. And it's like, huh. 
that doesn't get me that doesn't get me going it doesn't get me excited the way i feel like it should go simulator 3 had a great great showing as well um is there any games on there that i've not mentioned that i feel like definitely need? i feel like um high on life had a good showing as well yeah uh there's one thing you absolutely completely forgot uh the Hideo Kojima podcast Bro. on Spotify. Bro. That, like, our man's a simp, but you know. <laughs> uh, no, I do you know what it's weird though, yeah? Because it's it's one of those things where it's like your friend's doing cool things and yeah. he happens to be one of the biggest video game creators on in in the world. Um so I get it to a certain degree in a certain level i understand why why it is the way it is but there's still a part of me that's just like that didn't need you really got to stop forcing kojima into things that was ultimately like that is i think if it had something more to do with a game it would have been cool but it was not i would have rather him just have kidio kojima just talk up there like say some words and not announce anything not anything yeah, just say yeah. some kojima stuff instead of like try and sell us on a podcast yeah it, it just yeah. felt very um disingenuous that's what it was it wasn't but it's very that's, it that's what it feels yeah, like yeah that's what yeah because it's like you're selling us on a pod on a podcast on spotify i'm pretty sure i think it's a spotify exclusive I, yeah podcast. i think it was i think it was um so it's like uh that didn't feel great um other than we, that, there, there was like i said there was ad last trials which is a game that i'm very much looking forward to um there were there were games were games it just yeah. it just didn't it still just didn't feel like it landed though for me atlas fallen seemed cool uh but that was just a cgi trailer i think there yeah. were some cgi trailers but i also think it was just way too long like i think if you cut the fat off of this and there's a good bit of stuff that you could have cut off. Yeah. It would have flowed better because it was, what, like two hours? Two long, hours. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, there's a good bit I feel like could have got cut off in like 45 to 15 minutes, somewhere between there. Um, and it would have flowed better. But I feel like that's also something we generally say with things Jeff Keighley does. He that's true. Them. And I understand the video game awards more so because that is announcements. And an award show. Games. It's an award show. So I get why that's yeah. three hours long. I may not like the fact it's three hours long, but I understand it. But yeah, yeah, this this is you're right. Take the awards out of this. That saves you probably let's say hypothetically that saves you three minutes. Yeah? Then you start cutting some of the the I understand wanting to give a lot of games a chances, but like some of the they like you say, trimming the fat on this. You still gotta get ads involved. So yeah, you're still looking like probably an hour and a half show, but that half an hour is a big half an hour that can help with pacing. Yeah. And you're right. I think that's what the big thing was. The pacing was just... And to not have a big hitter at the end is always the thing that leaves you deflated. Yeah. I will say, um, Dead Island 2, surprisingly uh, pleased with what I saw from Dead Island 2. It, uh, me too. It just ain't a big deal, though, because it's been gone for so long. It's not like a Final Fantasy that's been gone for so long and, like, it's got a diehard fan base behind it and we're, oh, my God, it's fine. Like, no, like, I saw this. It was more just, like, relief of, like, okay, it's almost out and almost over. I don't have to think about this game again soon. I'm going to disagree because after the show, the only thing I saw people talking about on Twitter was Dead Island 2. I said said Dying Light, by the way. I meant Dead Island. 
Yeah. It wasn't Hogwarts. It wasn't Life of P. It wasn't Gotham Knights. It wasn't anything else that was there. It was Dead Island 2. I think Dead Island 2 was the correct game to end on. Of, whether it's of what we had here, about, if we look oh, at this absolutely. list here, 1,000%. 1,000%. What else could they show that's coming out soon? The only other thing would be God of War, I think. Something new from God of War would have been fucking yeah, but PlayStation's going to do their own thing at some point. Of course. Yeah, so it's like, what else? What else do they have? They don't have anything else. There's nothing else but realistically coming out anytime soon. I think, I think that's the big thing that we've learned, though. Got, you've got your Ubisoft. That's what I think I now need to reprogram my brain in remembering. You've got Ubisoft Connect. You've got Xbox's own thing. You've got PlayStation 4. What do they call their thing? PlayStation... State of play. State of play, thank you. Obviously, Nintendo have always, always had their own thing. EA do EA play. I feel like once upon a time, because those things didn't exist, they still existed, but not as frequently. Nah. It was just E3s. It was just, e it was just E3s. Now, all these game companies and stuff are like, we're not giving you anything. We're going to make our own thing and control the yeah. news. The news. We have the news beat for a whole day. Uh, if we do it ourselves, if we do it with you, we have it for about ten minutes. Yeah, it's it's the same thing that you see with Summer Games Fest as well. It's sort of like whoever is big is going to end up going to even like if you look at a Ubisoft or an EA, I'd expect them to announce their game at Xbox before I would a game, uh, Summer Games Fest. But I think that's I've oh, just talking to you through it. It's like yeah, no, you're right, and that's why this is. This is what it is, and this is what we should expect from now on. From yeah, from from opening night live, maybe not the game awards because the game awards does have such a much bigger reach because of the award show uh, yeah. aspect of it, and it is. Don't get me wrong, not the opening night live small, but like game awards is huge. Yeah, that's also set itself up as a place to announce games. True. So, like, I can guarantee you, whatever Netherrealm is working on next is going to be announced at the Game Awards. I can yeah. see uh, Sony games getting announced at the Game Awards. I can see Xbox games getting announced at the Game Awards. I don't yeah. think anything off the table for that, but I think anything else, regardless of it's whether it's the PC Games Showcase or whatever, <laughs> whatever the case it is, I think it's very unlikely that we would see it show up there as yeah. opposed to like one of the in-house award shows we've seen. Tangent, just a little tangent, yeah. Like I've been uh, uh, insomnia all week, uh, all weekend, I should say. So I literally just got back. Ain't it wild? I remember me and you watching the first um, PC um, gamer show and watching it and being like, "Wow, these hosts are amazing." The show, not it, yeah. the show wasn't. And now I'm friends with Frankie. I was hanging out with Frankie all week weekend, and it's like. What a small world we live in. What a small world we live changed. in. It's weird. It's very, yeah, dude, it is weird. Very, very weird. Um, but yeah, I, the, I wasn't disappointed in, in what was shown as a whole, but nothing nothing got me that excited. Um, and then from like a new IP sort of thing or something that I didn't know existed, my number one show in here of, of what we've seen here. High on Life had a very good show and, and then Li Liars of P for me. Those were the two standouts. And I was already sold on High on Life from the Xbox showcase. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, I think, 
I kind of liked Gotham Knights showing. It wasn't like really gameplay. It seemed to be like more of a setting type of showing. Yeah. Um, which I I think the more I see the setting, the more I'm like, ooh. The more I see the gameplay, I'm like, huh. <laughs> it'll be interesting once I play. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, Dune Awakening. I won. I don't know if there's any hype around that, but it was odd to see a Dune game. MMO is the problem. Survival MMO. Survival MMO. That was the the thing where you're like, oh, I feel like it was like I saw the meme of like Dune and like it was like the excited guy and then like MMO survival and it's like oh yeah and like also. It's also by the people who make Conan and apparently yeah, that was a great game. game. Yeah, yeah, it's a little rough. So, who knows? Um, how'd you feel about the Dying Light Two DLC? Did you expect DLC? Again, Dying Light Two is a hard one for me because I just it didn't it, the way it didn't grab me. Like I've I've got it. You've played it as well, right? Like it it was one of those ones where like, I saw the DLC and it's like, oh, that looks cool, but the the original game didn't get me, so this isn't going to do anything. For which is a shame. It's a real shame because I know people who love Dying Light 1. Like, love, 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 love Dying Light 1. And the fact that 2 just didn't... It didn't make me sick this time, which is good, but it just didn't grab me. And I feel like maybe if I played it co-op, it would be that much funner. But then there's a part of me now that's like, might as well just wait for Dead Island 2, right? Yeah. And that experience... But that experience for me is probably going to be that much better because it is... It isn't uh the parkour that's the part least my least favorite part of dying light so that makes sense which is it's unique excellent point so i understand why why it exists but it's just for me, my favorite part of that game. yeah um should we move into some more news because it's still low of a crush uh next up we got or oh, first news story i should say uh marvel's cancelled an open world iron man game from the just cause developers in an interview with Minmax, uh, Avalanche Studios co-founder Christopher Sundberg, I hope I said that correctly, I apologise if I got that wrong, Sundberg, said uh, the game was, quote, was in development for a couple of years, end quote, uh, before it was ultimately cancelled around 2012. It would have been an open world game where you'd be able to take off and just fly anywhere. Uh, Sudberg also mentioned the ability to punch enemies through walls with Iron Man's uh, repulsor gloves. Yeah. Yeah, not too surprised. Um, yeah. I, I, I feel like. Marvel was going through this weird transition, right? Where they were partnering with a lot of people on anything and then they stopped partnering with it. Everyone went very quiet for a while and then we got Avengers, Guardians and stuff like that. To me, it, I always was surprised that they never they never struck while the iron was hot on Iron Man. Like, they never they did. did. Uh, I guess Marvel didn't, but they did have Iron Man movie-based games way back in the day. The 360 one? Yeah. I didn't realize that was a tie-in. Yeah, it was a tie-in, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a tie-in. Maybe, oh, maybe you're, do you know what? Maybe you're, you not maybe, you're probably correct. I'm thinking Avengers. Because I associate the, for some reason, don't ask me why, but like, I associate Iron Man very much with the Avengers. With the and I know he's not, and I'm not as stupid as that, but I do. It very much like if I think, when I think Avengers, the first person that pops into my head is Iron Man. Instantaneously. MCU wise, especially as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's. Um, 
it's it's sad, but is it? It's one of those ones where I'm like, I didn't. I I personally I would not have wanted a game made by them. Yeah, uh, an Iron Man game made by them. Not saying they're not a talented studio and everything. No. Um, especially after playing uh, uh, what was our game of the year? Anthem with the amazing <laughs> flying um i i don't know i feel like any game that has flying is very difficult to do and i know they have i don't know about just cause enough to talk about it but what, from what i played i don't think i would have enjoyed it yeah i mean ju- just cause is a great game like just yeah. like like just cause is a great game oh, the words just cause is a great game for what it is. I think their best game that I've ever played from them is Mad Max, and even that still feels very double A. It doesn't feel yeah. it's not a triple A experience. Um, Which, not a shot at them. People love the. No, game. Mad Max is a. I think Mad Max is a great game, but it's very much a. It's very much a Ubisofty type game as well. Like, and and there's nothing. I love Ubisoft games, so. Yeah, um, yeah I'm. I'm. I'm not surprised it was cancelled. I'm not. If the game was bad, I'm glad it got cancelled. That's kind of my take on things now. If the if the game isn't good, I'm glad it gets cancelled. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, what's the next Marvel property you think we get? Uh, we'll find out in September. Yes, uh, I, I really think it's going to be a Daredevil game. Daredevil. I think it just makes so much sense. It's so easy to translate into a game. True. If you look at some of the other IPs that they have. What's the rumors? The rumors is Daredevil, why not? The rumors Daredevil. Um, there is a rumor for a uh, Marvel game being made by NetherRealm. I don't know how valid that rumor is, but NetherRealm, I feel like, has a million and one rumors going around about it. I think people just yeah. don't know about them. Um, Daredevil, I think... I think that's it. I don't know Hear if there's me out. any other rumors. Yeah. Hear me out. Hear me out. Okay. Do you remember Metal Gear Rising? Yeah. Give Platinum. Okay. And I guess whoever's like, it's Kojima Productions and Platinum that made that. So I don't know the exact people that actually made it. So I assume Platinum. Give Platinum a Blade game. But they can only make the gameplay. And then bring me someone that could do a very good story. Yes. Yes. Metal Gear Rising gameplay. The tech of it was so fun. Like chopping apples into pieces and stuff. I thought that was really cool. Yes. Uh, you know what I say? Give it to uh, the Devil May Cry team. No, it's too... That's too... Yeah, I can see. It's I under. I I get it. No, 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 no. I think no. No, yeah. I guess you're right. You're right. I'm just saying. I enjoyed Metal Gear. I enjoyed not not. I didn't enjoy Metal Gear Rising. I enjoyed the concept of what the, of what was there. Okay, the concept of what was there was a fun was a fun game. Some people love that game. So for some people, it's, it's yeah. Like Metal Gear game. That's that's wild. That's wild. You're wrong. It's okay though. Uh, next story. Uh, Embracer Group. They went through. They are just, I don't know what's Buy going on. Embracer uh, <laughs> Group acquires the Lord of the Rings IP, limited run games, Tripwire Interactive, and more. Um, and the unmore was uh, Tuxedo Labs. Um, so Embracer Group now have Lord of the Rings, Hobbit, 
uh, which they purchased for an undisclosed amount. They also got Bitwa uh, Bitwave, uh, Geotech, Limited Run Games, uh, String Tricks, uh, Tatsujin, Tripwire Interaction, and Tuxedo Labs. Uh, Embracer Group also made uh, one more acquisition, which has not been named at this time due to commercial reasons. Ooh. Uh, the acquisition from Xbox. Yeah. You know yep, we know it. We confirmed it here first on my Xbox and me. Uh, Original Cookie Man says this. Do you prefer your favorite IPs to be owned by multiple publishers? I personally don't care. And whoever can make the best games. That's all I care about. Yeah, I... I we're, yeah. Like, we're also getting to a point where less and less games are like exclusive like xbox all of xbox games come to pc right yep so i think there will be an avenue for most people to be able to play games yeah um a lot of play a lot of uh, xbox already does the streaming um so there's that and playstation's been gearing up their streaming who knows when they'll be efficient at it uh but they seem to be sort of going in that direction as well i think there will be a point in time where you don't necessarily need to own hardware to play a game that you really want to play. Mm -hmm. Not saying the, the future of gaming is streaming, although Matt would be yelling that it is uh, if he was here this week. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm down as long as there isn't a monopoly. And I think that's the really big thing. Um, I'm down for whoever to own whatever, as long as we get good games from it. I will say Embracer Group, owning more and more studios is a little bit worrisome because I do think Ingr Embracer Group puts out some mid-games sometimes, some games that don't aren't really the hottest. So. I think they put a lot of mid-games up. Yeah. But maybe this is their... This is what they're trying to not be. Maybe this is why they're buying. I'll be honest with you, there hasn't been... Um, this is a flipping hot take, let me tell you. I don't think there's been a good Lord of the Rings game. Oh, damn, I can't say that. I think that's a hot take. I can't. No, I was gonna. No, the hot take was oh, gonna wait, be. Wait, wait. You can't. I can't say that because Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. And Shadow of Mordor one was actually very good, but I'm talking strictly like Lord of the Rings game. Like, like insert title here. Where, there hasn't been a good Lord of the Rings game since the PS2. I believe it. Like, yeah. I Lord of the Rings unfortunately was one of those. It's such an old franchise at this point. That existed in the in the era, and even after the era, for like it's a big name, we'll make a game out of it, attach yeah. the name to it, and it'll sell, and it did sell, and yep. so uh, bad games just kept being made and made and made. Yep, um, and I, I think mean, that's yeah. one of the things that Shadow of Mordor made it such a standout was like it's a good game set in the Lord of the Rings universe. What yeah, is this? yeah, you're right. I mean, you we had you got the MMO, but the Lord of the Rings, the two. Two Towers, that PS2 game was epic. Never played it. Very good game. Well, was back, was back in the day. I wouldn't be cool playing Lords of the Rings. What'd you take me for? Bad franchise. Really? No, I just, I personally okay. I don't care for Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Now, I'm, that was a joke. I don't think that Lord okay. of the Rings is Yeah, I, I, I just don't care for it. I just, I don't want them to come for you, all right? That's all I'm sad. I don't want them to come I'm for you. Fine with uh, this, but yeah, to answer your question mainly, I don't care. It's not something that keeps me up at night. It's not something that I worries me. I'm with Crash pretty much on like the monopoly thing. Like, 
I wouldn't want Xbox to own everything. I wouldn't want PlayStation to own anything. I wouldn't want Nintendo to own anything. My thing is, and as I learn more and more as I get older in this industry, like, making video games is fucking hard. And not only that, it's fucking expensive. Um, <laughs> so to have a big company behind you that has stupid amounts of money and probably gives you more job security if you're a developer, may, it may stifle a little bit of creativity because these companies want to make a profit. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with it, you know? And I don't think that... I look around the games industry right now and I'm like, yeah, there are a lot of big companies that own lots of things. But there are enough big companies that own lots of things that it's not a monopoly. Yeah. Um, I also... I think one of the biggest shames of this is that we might not be getting any of the Lord of the Rings characters to multiverses. Because there were a couple uh, of Maybe they've uh, already like, done. That deal might have already been done, though. And they'll have to no, honor that. Um, data mining from the characters that are already in there so the lines and stuff that were in the beta apparently aren't in the files anymore from my understanding so it seems like they sort of ripped everything out that was there or it's something that's prepared to be added whenever it's time to be added Mm. um but i'd lean more towards it seems like they got rid of everything that's a shame they don't plan on adding them anymore yeah that's a shame um one new story I don't see here, Crash, is obviously the, a big one, um, which is EA. There's rumors right now going around that EA uh, could be being purchased by Amazon, um, which is crazy. Any thoughts on that? Uh, uh, so apparently uh, updates have said that that's not the case. I did see that, but then I saw another update which refutes those updates. I'm going to say that I have no clue. Um, I hope Amazon doesn't buy EA. Um, Me too. Because I don't think Amazon will make EA any better. And if Amazon buys EA, then I don't think there's a possibility of anybody else buying EA. The thing is, EA controls so many important licenses. Um, in the sports sporting world, that makes it super scary for someone like myself. Um, and I say that, and it's hard because to take two own the basketball but, franchise again. Because what worries me is Amazon going to buy it and then make it exclusive. And I don't think they would uh, do that, two. to be honest with no. you. But you can just never, you just never know, you know. Like the, I think the, like EA Sports titles becoming Lunar exclusive is like oh god no please. I, don't think, I think those games are too expensive. To yeah, be exclusive. What? So I don't I don't think that would happen. See, I disagree with you on the expe- They are expensive. Don't get me wrong, but what I think they generate too much money mm. is the thing. But how would you get a big foothold? In the gaming world, Amazon, yeah, by buying EA and controlling FIFA and Madden, and, and it won't be called FIFA, but it's still we still, so, bro. I'm letting wait, you no, know no, right wait, now, wait, 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 FIFA wait. is still going to be referred to as wait. whatever EA's FIFA game so, is. All right, can I speak? Of course. So, Amazon buys them. Uh huh. FIFA, as we know it, becomes exclusive. Only it's not called FIFA. Yeah. And so when people go and look for the football game. And they're like, where's FIFA? Well, FIFA doesn't exist anymore. Oh, but uh, Lunar has this exclusive game 
but that's not FIFA, and that's not a system that I know or recognize or yeah. have any clue about. That game falls off the face of the earth, I think. And whatever the other football game is, whatever buys the FIFA You're license, so wrong. that'll be the next one. Absolutely. You're so wrong. Yeah. You're so wrong. It's okay to be wrong, Crash. Some, a wise man told me that. A wise man told me. It's okay, it's okay to be wrong, Crash. You know? And you're, man. <laughs> yeah? It was you. You told me that. <laughs> I'm an idiot. <laughs> Joker. Um, next door. Uh, next. Oh, sorry, let's get into the questions. I apologize. Um, fix the sack. Wait, what is this? Oh, sorry. I've it messed this up. that revolved around the Amazon thing. It was like, uh, put it off. Yeah, I missed this. Sorry, Army. We missed your question. I love you. Bye. Um, <laughs> fix the sack. We got our first one. This is a long one from Sarah Squid. This is going to be a long... Why do you have to use big words? A philosophical uh, one. Sit your butts down and prepare to be... What? Contem? Contemplate. Thank you. Contemplate. Your manhood gentleman. Why? Why did you do this? Space Marines in Battle Armor. It's a concept, a concept that's been in games since the dawn of Pog. From enhanced superhumans like Spartans in Halo to badass demon slayers like Doomguy. In Doom, the suits of armor provide protection and enhanced abilities uh, to the wearer. It's a power fantasy as old as time. Everywhere awesome space armor you've seen... Sorry. Everywhere awesome space armor you've seen in games all look cool uh, and makes you want to wear them. Though, there is one question a lot of people have, rega have in regards to these suits. How do you go to the bathroom? Well, there is an answer. It's a very common answer between almost every space enhanced armor. Catalyst... Catheters... Uh, bro, do you know, you know when you see a word and it's just like, you annoy me. Catheters. <laughs> a catheter is a device that is inserted into your... Why? Are we, Sarah Squid, why? Into your urethral uh, urinal tube uh, of your genitals and... Sorry. Or your pee hole. For men and women, the pee hole is locate, located in slightly different spots. But in the end... Chris, is there a reason I'm reading this? It's a question that was asked. I thought you would have read through this long question before you actually read it. I assume that was your job. Is there a good question here? Uh, I, I guess. I think it's a good question. We've come, we've come this far. We've come for this far. Me and Matt. The three of us. I'm, it's fine. Sarah, what, what, Sarah? Sarah <sighs> but I've read, I've read <laughs> further along. And I'm like, it. oh, it's not about that. It's just like a lubricated needle. It's I don't need to go any you further. Don't I don't need to go any further. What's the golden part to the question? <laughs> Knowing the truth, would you dawn, dawn on power armor of some kind, be it uh, from any of your favorite games like Gears or Halo, knowing that you have to be caffeinated, uh, caffeinated, or does the power fantasy not mean that much to you? For the record, it's only... No, Sarah, this one's too far. You know I love you. You know I love you, okay? And you've been... You're a, you're, you're a gem. You're a gem, Sarah Squid69. You're a gem. And you come out with some awesome questions. This one's too far. 
this one's this one's this one's this, this, this I knew it was gonna be a long fizz like I knew what was coming. And you but you caught me off guard, I'm not gonna lie this week. This one's I'm gonna be honest, I fully thought you read it. No, I didn't read it. But to be honest with you, I don't because I like to get my natural reaction from Sarah's questions, if I'm being honest with you. That's fair. I just want to point out this question's been in this in here for like two to three weeks. That's oh, yeah, we missed it. And now I've, now I've read it. Crash, yeah. if you had to have a catheter to have mm. a fancy suit of armor on, would you do it? No, I don't have a fancy suit of armor. It has nothing to do with the catheter. I've, I've, I've been caffeinated. When I was in hospital, I had to have a catheter in. It's, it's, not, it's not nice. It's not nice. I think that's why I'm a little bit emotionally scarred here, to be honest with you. That's why the question. I think I think that's why I'm triggered here. I think that's why I'm triggered. Um, I just no no, it's not for me. If I'm being honest with you, I've never I've got to be honest with you. I've never fantasized about wanting to be a Spartan or even wearing gears armor or any armor that I've, or Doom guy. I've I've never ever 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 been like, oh my god, I wish I could be like them. Ever, have you? No, I. Uh, those are all very like sci-fi franchises, and I think true. Me and Fix are not the people because neither me or Fix are very into sci-fi. True. Um, I think this would be a Matt question, and I'll answer it for Matt. Matt says yes. It would Matt hundred percent says yes. He would. He would get caffeinated. Caffeinated. He is. He would He'd get add, caffeinated. Yeah. Caffeinated. Caffeinated. Jesus. He'd go get his decaf and be caffeinated. Uh, sorry, that's no caffeine. My bad. Um, no, Matt would hundred percent do it. But me, no, I'm not interested in. In bro, not. Not, not only that. So this question, great question. But really, I thought I thought it was gonna go in the place of like how heavy it is and how and like bro my my fat body inside a big i get hot at the best of times like could you imagine having to wear that does it have does it have like a inserted uh air conditioning unit in them i don't think they do i don't think they do they probably do they don't people would die Everybody, Master Chief's just dead in that suit. Master Chief's body is actually just bones. It's only his head that looks all masculine, to be honest with you. Like, he's one day, when, oh, well, I was going to say, one day when we see his face, you could watch that Halo show to see his face. You can see his a whole lot more than just his face on that Halo show. Oh, really? Yeah, you can see his bum. What about his pee-pee? Can you see his pee-pee? I don't think so. I don't think that's a, what did it, was it? I don't know what what it what service it launched. Paramount. 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 That's it. Not not the band Paramount. 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 <laughs> Paramount. Yeah. Paramount. Paramount. <laughs> Halo TV show. Series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No, Sarah. No. No. Next question. Do you think Dying Light Two will come to Game Pass within a year of its release? From Say it, Duvan. You do that on purpose. That doesn't even count. I did not in. That was that's how I said. That's how you say his name. Absolutely, I can tell. That's how you say his name. That was on purpose. That's how you say his name. So you say, um, no, I don't think it comes to. I don't think it comes to Game Pass within a year of release. No, I do not. What I do think is, 
if you're interested in the game, you should support it. If you have the means. But no, I don't think... I don't think it's I I I don't think it's gonna do well, but I don't think it's gonna come to Game Pass within a year. Yeah, um, I wonder because that game had PlayStation marketing when it was first announced, right? Or was it only announced at a PlayStation show? Do we know that? I don't know. Okay. If it has PlayStation marketing, it's never coming to Game Pass, as we already know. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's dead if that's the case. Yeah. But I, I don't think we saw any like hint that it was directly. Uh, place uh playstation marketing not the showcase no um but even then i think this game's i think this game has enough eyes on it and it's been delayed so long they would want to release it for a while before adding it to game pass i think a year plus there's a chance you get it on game pass uh maybe if they do some sort of like definitive edition or whatever uh companies decide to do at that point in time after this game releases yeah, uh, there's a possibility that comes on Game Pass, or if there's some sort of big free update that they pair that with Game Pass or something like that. Yeah. No, yeah, I just, I just don't see it. I don't see it. There's, there's other games that you clearly seeing like that's, that's coming to Game Pass pretty soon. With Dying Light Two, and and like Chris said at the start of the show, it actually does look like a really fun game. Yeah. Also, we're talking about Dead by Daylight. Oh, it's not Dead Island. Not Dying Light. Bloody hell. Dead Island 2. I can't be the only one that's been doing that. I cannot be the only one. No way. Well, I've been doing Dead by uh, Dead by Daylight. Dead by Daylight, Dying Light. Dead, Dying I'm just, Light. Jesus Christ. We, we were definitely days. meant Dead Island. That's exactly what yeah. we meant. <laughs> but no, to answer your question, I don't think so. Uh, last question this week is from the one and only Zyger1337. Hello, Zyger. I hope you're well. PlayStation just announced a price increase effective immediately on all PlayStation systems across the major markets. Across the major markets. The US is not affected, but every other region is. The price increase uh, varies between uh, countries and currency, but on average, we're seeing an increase of 50 US dollars across the board. Sony says that the ongoing global economy uh, struggle as well as inflation is leading um, cause of the price increase uh, hike. Sorry, my question is: Do you foresee Xbox following suit and increasing the price, or either of the Series X or S uh, of either Series X or S, or do you think Microsoft will keep the price the same and try to use this price and advantage to push Sony's console in affected regions? Microsoft this generation has aimed to be uh, consumer friendly as possible, so I see them uh, keeping the price the same. But this could be a good opportunity to cement the Series S console in the affected markets and build the Xbox ecosystem in regions previously dominated by Sony. I think Xbox already actually come out and said that it's not going to get a price increase by now, right? No. They came out and said that they have no plans currently. Cool. That's PR talk. That means nothing to me. Yeah, that's fine. I respect that. I respect that. Um, I think this could be a huge play for Xbox now. Um, as much as we don't talk about it still, price point is one of the biggest um, decisions in a child who's got birthday money. Um adults who are on budget which obviously with with the way the world is right now everybody's on a damn budget even rich people are on a damn budget um 
Yeah, I think this could be a huge play for Xbox. And not only that, I think it's bundling it with Game Pass and a controller and stuff like that. Like, you know when you go into, like, your local GameStop and stuff and they've got the deals and stuff like that? The fact yeah. that those those bundles are going to be $50 cheaper than a PlayStation bundle of the same thing is huge. It's huge. I remember when I bought my first, I remember when I bought my PSP and it was like, oh, I want that one and it's going to cost me an extra 50 And my mom was like, you've got no chance, fella. And I'm like, but it's just 50. It's like, no, no, it's not happening. And, and it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, I don't think Xbox will a suit ever, I have to, I have to say. Um, and I think this is Sony being very, very, very uh, silly because they can afford to eat the cost. Like, costs have been going up even for... I know. Uh they already sell it at a loss. I know. Then why are they being silly? Because I think they can still. I still think they could eat the cost. They make. Sony's they done Microsoft. No, I know that. I know. I know. I know. I understand. But Sony are the. There's been that arrogance about Sony lately. Again, like the PS3 era, it's definitely there again. They definitely. Disagree. They definitely know they have. They have the best games. I don't, I don't think it's that. I think it's that they need to be the top dog. Because all Sony has is PlayStation. True. So it's that one of like need. If we act like it and we show it, we are the biggest thing. They also need it to perform. So when you say like they can eat the cost, I don't think Sony can eat the cost. PlayStation can probably eat the cost. That makes sense. I, don't think I respect that. Sony yeah, I get that. can eat the cost. True. And like, True. if you look at Xbox, like maybe Xbox can't eat that cost, but Microsoft, Microsoft can eat that cost. So it's the vice versa. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, um, and that's really what I'm looking at here. Like, I don't necessarily think that uh, Xbox will increase the price either, but I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibilities. Um, but if they do, I can guarantee you that they'll still be whatever they do. They'll still be beating PlayStation on the price because I think they can probably take more of a hit on the cost than sony on the playstation yeah I, I don't i don't see i could i could get clipped here but i don't see that ever being a day xbox are more expensive than playstation again until they get market share Bigger. until they get market share again oh i mean absolutely when you're the when you're viewed as the smaller of the two whether you make statements that say like oh we don't really view them as our competition oh right whatever now. yeah your competition yeah you know? Uh, and you can beat them on price. You will beat them on price. Yeah. Even if you have like the, you want to say that, oh, I have the more premium product. It's like my, I have the more premium product and it's at a more affordable price. Yeah. You know, that's what you do when you're the underdog. I think it'll be a different conversation if like, let's say uh, next quote unquote generation. Like we don't know where we'll be going along yeah. with generations at this point. Yep. Um, but if Microsoft's in the lead and there is some sort of like, cost costly like technical technological advancement um i could see xbox being like okay our console is going to be a little bit more expensive this time but i think microsoft will be smart enough hopefully to uh pair that with the worth of that cost increase or costing more than the competition where i think you'd sony you'd hope so you'd hope so i yeah i remember like the conversation with sony like sony will never do what they did in the ps3 generation i think as time's been going by, you look at Sony, it's like, 
they're going back into that territory. Yep. It's really easy to fall into the territory of arrogance when you're ahead and you have the market share and you can just keep fumbling. You have bag. the market share and you have the games. Sorry for the abrupt ending to this week's My Xbox and Me. My internet died. Uh, Chris was in a rush, so we couldn't record any more podcasts. Also, I apologize for the uh, levels as well. Chris's audio is a little bit low this week. Uh, it'll be sorted for next week, but I do apologize. Uh, keep supporting us, keep loving us, and I'll love your league. See you later.